Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. So, what does it mean when somebody takes you through the big book? Well, it's just someone that's got more sobriety than you and more time in the program of recovery of a 12-step program than you taking you through our text. I am a member of AA. I have been for almost 10 years. I've been through the book a couple of times. (laughs) And when I say a couple, I mean hundreds. And for me, it depends upon who I'm taking through the book. It can be a really intimidating and daunting task, but the way I do it and the way I was taught is you start at the back. And so on page 567, which I'm turning to now, 567, you have Appendix 2, which is the spiritual experience. And this is where I was taught to start with the big book because so much of our program depends upon the spiritual experience. And listen, if you're listening to this and you're already in recovery, you've already had a at least one spiritual experience just in your recovery alone because that moment you, re- you realize you can't do it anymore and you reach out for help is a spiritual experience. Continuing to be on the path of recovery is a spiritual experience. So that initial, and you'll hear it done in interchangeably, spiritual experience and spiritual awakening. But really, the spiritual experience is the moment your perspective changes and the spiritual awakening is when you live life differently because of it. So once somebody reads the spiritual experience, you are then ready to go through the book. And everyone's going to do it different. This is just how I typically do it with sponsees. And I have tons of notes and highlights and arrows and underlines. So a lot of it is based on intuition for me. Like at the beginning, at the first page or a couple of pages in the Alcoholics Anonymous cover page, insert, I have a drawing of the three legacies, which is the spiritual principles on each angles of the triangle. And if I'm sitting down with someone to do it, I may talk a little bit about that. What does service mean? What does recovery mean? What does unity mean? What does the AA symbol mean? But often I'll just jump right in and I start with the preface. And most people start with the preface and most people are completely baffled as to why. But all it's doing is giving you a foundation of the setup of how AA started and really all of the other 12-step programs that sprang off from this 12-step program. And it gives a little bit of history. They're not long. There's, If you have a fourth edition, there's a forward to the first edition, forward to the second edition, which is longer, forward to the fourth, third and fourth edition. And then we get to the meat and bones. And it starts with the doctor's opinion. And all you would really do is start to read this with another person. You read a paragraph, they read a paragraph. You read a paragraph, they read a paragraph. And then you discuss. So for example... If I get into the doctor's opinion, I'm going to go to something that I've highlighted a lot. All right. But we are sure that our bodies were sickened as well. In our belief, any picture of the alcoholic which leaves out this physical factor is incomplete. The doctor's theory that we have an allergy to alcohol interests us. Then I would stop here and say, 
Do you believe it? Do you believe this is an allergy? And then I'll get into what how Webster's defines an allergy, which is a condition of unusual sensitivity to a substance which in like amounts does not affect others and is characterized by systemic disorders. That's sure what alcohol does to me. Uh, it affects me like it doesn't affect other people. It has I have dissemic dis systematic disorders like the shakes, like paranoia, like vomiting, like the urge to keep going, um, like blackouts, like all kinds of other things. Um, so you're basically just focusing in on stuff that sp speaks to you and asking the other person as you go along, does this make sense to you? Do you relate to this? Do you have any questions? Does this bring up anything for you? And that's how you take someone through the big books of Alcoholics Anonymous. Anonymous. I'm talking so fucking fast that I'm like, I can't speak. can't speak. It's as easy as that. Uh, when you get to chapter one, Bill's story, I thought I did not relate to Bill at all. So an exercise my sponsor gave to me was even if it was one word to underline the things that I related to in Bill's story. And sure enough, I underlined things like I thought I could control the situation. There were periods of sobriety. Gradually, things got worse. This had to be stopped. I could not take so much as one drink. Was I crazy? I tried again. Drinking caught up with me again. I told myself I would manage better next time. Uh, I had been seriously ill bodily and mentally. I mean, how did I not think I couldn't relate to Bob, to Bill? Chapter after that is There is a Solution. It talks about how Alcoholics Anonymous can be a solution for the alcoholic and... Um, Things like stuff that we say about how it's going to be different this time. Um, the need for a vital spiritual experience or belief in a higher power. Chapter three is more about alcoholism. Uh, there's awesome stuff in here about methods we've tried to stop drinking. Limiting the number of drinks. Never drinking in the morning. Drinking only at home. Never having it in the house. Never drinking during business hours. Reading inspirational books. Going to health farms. Taking a trip. Not taking a trip. Switching from scotch to brandy. Drinking only natural wines. Like, it goes through that insanity. It talks a little bit about why we relapse or the fact that as alcoholics slash addicts, we have sort of embedded deep within us the hope that maybe we can return to our addiction. Talks about how quantity isn't the problem in addiction. It's what it does to you. Then we get to we agnostics. Oh, so good. So people that are having problems with the God concept. Um, and giving stories and examples of how you can find a power greater for yourself, greater for yourself, that doesn't is doesn't have to be steeped in religion and why that's the case. And somehow, sometimes I'm so sorry. <laughs> Take a breath, Julie. Sometimes it's the most religious people that have the issue with finding spirituality. Then we get to oh, such a good chapter. Chapter five, how it works. This is where we see the 12 steps of recovery, how we're supposed to do them, um, what, why it's important to do a fourth inventory. Um, what else is in here? Yeah. 
And then chapter six, into action. So what happens after step four? What happens after our inventory? And it goes on and on. We have a two wives chapter. Oh, my God, that's so good. The language is so archaic. I love especially when they're like, women, don't get upset with your husband when he gets home. They're basically like, don't, ladies, don't nag your husbands. It's really funny. It goes from offensive to funny pretty fast if you just see it for what it is. And it gives for the employer, a family afterward, a vision for you. And then after the first 167 pages, you get into stories. So a collection of stories from the first 100 or so that recovered are in the back, which I really loved when I first got this book because I didn't understand the big book, but I related to the stories. So if you've ever wondered how you go through the big book that's how you go through the big book if you really want to get like super intense you do something called booking which is literally examining every damn word and writing down all kinds of stuff to the point where it's hard for you to to read the black and white because there's so many notes I personally loved it because I love that stuff and I love definitions and the etymology of words and pronunciations and there was a lot of words I didn't understand that I had to look up, like progeny, and uh, I can't remember some of the other ones. Well, I hope that's been helpful for you. If you do want to reach out to either Lisa or I, you can email us, twosoberchicks at gmail.com. You can also check out our Instagram and our Twitter, at twosoberchicks. I hope this podcast has found you well, and if not, hang in there, and we will live to see another day, hopefully. And if not, then I'll see you in heaven when we're both there. Bye-bye.